listening, Particles, and I'm Jane, your host. I like to hear inspiring stories for people that I barely know and share them with you, and that's what we do here. I never know how it's going to go. I never know what they're going to say, but it's always a good story. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for listening. I'd love to start connecting with you, my listeners. If you'd like to share your thoughts about this episode or any of the episodes, watch for posts for each of them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I can imagine the energy of connecting over these inspiring people's stories. I mean, maybe, just maybe, you have the same passion, or maybe you've been wanting to talk to someone with this thing going on. Yes, we need to talk. Come find me. In this episode, I'm talking again with Conan and Callie. They're that young, delightful couple from Argentina who were in the United States, living the van life in an RV and traveling to all the national parks. Well, since then, life has taken a little bit of a different twist and they have pivoted this plan and are over across the world, the other side of the planet, in New Zealand. And this story tells you how they got there, what they're doing, and what their plans are next. So with that, here's Conan and Kelly. Hi there. Welcome back to Glistening Particles. Hey, Jane. How hey. are you? I'm great, and I'm so glad to see your beautiful faces again. I, it, you are the, uh, one of the few people that I do this with video, so it's always kind of I'm like half distracted watching you and then listening and all that at the same time. <gasps> it's so good. You guys look super healthy and happy. Oh Thank gosh. you. What's going on over there? I saw you both look. You just just both did that. Is there like a wild animal coming up to your va- uh, van there? No, a wild I person. Wish. A wild person. <laughs> well, you are in New Zealand. That could happen, right? <laughs> so um, let me bring the new listeners up to speed if they haven't heard your original show because it was so good. Really, still one of my one of my favorites. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but um. So you're Conan and Callie, and I think I pronounced it right, correct? Okay. I, I mean, I just have to correct, check those things in. So from Argentina, you were in the U.S. doing this, like, really cool junket around all the national parks. I found you on Instagram. We had an amazing conversation, and you became two of my new best friends really fast. And then suddenly you're in New Zealand. So I think when we talked, you were in Mexico waiting to go back into the States, right? Doing some sort of like passport thingies that people have to do, visa things. Exactly. So so tell me how you ended up um, pivoting from coming back into the U.S. to hit the rest of the national parks to ending up in New Zealand, which is a little further away, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a huge change. Uh, it was pretty messed up because our plan as was to visit all the national parks uh, it ended up taking longer than expected and uh, 
we were on a three month visa at a time. And by the third time we were going into the States, mm-hmm. um, border patrol started to get really sketchy about us spending so much time in the States. And they really don't understand our lifestyle where they think we live in a permanent vacation and all mm-hmm. that. So what happens if you get declined on a border is you get a big black stamp on your passport. And after that, everything becomes really Hmm. more difficult to travel when you get declined into a country. So as an American and knowing you guys, like I do, that makes me super sad, right? I mean, I want more people like you in my neighborhood. I want more people like you, um, interacting with my children, people who are, have this worldview and who appreciate our country. I mean, you come here because you appreciate it, not because you're trying to do anything horrible to it. It's all about the appreciation of our beautiful national parks, which I, as a a Native American citizen who has not, I have not been to more than probably two of the national parks and I've lived here my whole life. Kind of makes me sad to say that out loud. I think I need to get outside more, but the fact that you come here because you think it's so amazing and then it gets hard to get in makes me kind of sad. I want more of you. Uh, well, it's something that happens. Yeah. People need to their borders and if they feel that it's too much, well, it's too much. Mm-hmm. And last time we spoke, a couple of weeks later, I went to Argentina to apply for a longer visa. Mm-hmm. And that would be more comfortable for us to travel and actually to walk into the States easier. Um, but while I was there, my visa got declined. So mm. when back to Mexico, we drove to the States and got in again for three months and we didn't want to push that luck any further. Mm-hmm. Ended up traveling for two months, let's mm-hmm. say, and the last month just like packing up, selling the van and everything to relocate here in New Zealand where they gave us a year, year long visa. Nice. So that made much more sense for us to have mm-hmm. like whole year of not having to cross borders in and out and because you'd already that. done that a few times right you'd been over to canada you'd been over to mexico down to mexico twice just jumping in and out which boy it makes it complicated and i mean you were productive you were working you were doing you know your careers are just mobile which is awesome you know yes um Wow, that's that's nice that you could go for a whole year. So, was it really hard to sell Otis? It yes. was. <laughs> okay. In fact, gave the keys two days before we got on a yeah. plane, and uh-huh. that was super stressful because uh-huh. it basically all our, our savings, our savings are there. So, if we wouldn't be able to sell the RV, we didn't have any money to buy anything here. So. Right was a really stressful moment for us. Uh, I meant it the other way. <laughs> I meant it like the other way of like, was it hard to let it go? Because it was sort of your... Oh. <laughs> I want to... I was done talking. I was going to... I was going to say that because I thought... I thought it the way you said mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was hard. But at the same time, like... Like before when we had to sell our previous van in Argentina. Um, and then... W- which was crappy and we didn't like it and we were able with that money to go to usa and buy otis Mm -hmm. Um, it's like it was an exchange that we even had something better Mm -hmm. so we had to look more 
more yeah the letting go it's like letting you go to get something better or different new experiences in another world in another part um and the other thing was that it like maybe in the beginning we when we had to take all of our stuff out of the van it was like a little bit nostalgic Mm -hmm. but then afterwards with all the stress that implicated selling it it's like okay you have to go like we're happy Mm -hmm. for your new owners (laughs) that's true yeah detaching wasn't that hard because of though we were already leaving and Mm -hmm. if we had it parked in the parked in the states and in a friend's house and make him try to sell it and Mm -hmm. all that was crazy so it wasn't it wasn't that hard. That's a good life lesson, though, about what you said there, Kelly, about letting go so that you can get to something better. I think that applies to so many things, jobs, relationships, everything, you know, not even just um, campers, you know, or RVs. So when so your stuff, like, what did you take with you? Because you probably. <laughs> oh, my God, that was <laughs> weird. People think that because we live in a we used to live in a motorhome that we barely own things mm-hmm. but what take everything out so we could clean it all and take the pictures to sell it we realized we had so much stuff <laughs> and for half of the stuff we didn't even use it oh really even in the in the context of an rv yes exactly oh my yes. gosh that's incredible yes. like <laughs> two those uh tools kitchen supplies i don't know like but for some reason we had too much stuff mm-hmm. and when it all out it was like visualizing like okay we had to like three p- piles we made a box for uh with stuff that we wanted to keep but not take it to new zealand so we could ship it to argentina a box of the things we were gonna keep and another box that would go to goodwill or mm-hmm. friends we lot of stuff to friends Mm -hmm. that's good so it got reused so like what did you then how did you get the stuff with you to new zealand do you ship it there because you can't really carry all that on a plane can you oh yeah yeah. we were able to carry on the plane it was two two backpacks so it was like two 60 liter backpacks one 90 liter 90 liter duffel bag and a one 60 liter duffel bag and that's basically all it's we own. What they, what it's the maximum you can take on an airplane, which is fifty pound, two fifty pound luggage. A hundred, a hundred pounds each. Yeah. Okay. So, wow. So that's what you took with you. That's all you have to take with you for a year. Like, if you saw me pack for like a two week trip to California, I really need to work on my system. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing now. That's just like completely embarrassing. <laughs> and. Half of my luggage was rock climbing gear. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That's so, so cool, though. What a great lesson. So now when yeah. you got there then oh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No. Go, 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 go. Um, so you, do you had to find – how was it getting there and, like, starting over, finding, a you know, a vehicle slash home and getting your way around? And what was different in New Zealand, I guess, than your experience in the U.S.? Well, when I got to New Zealand, we – like Kelly flew to New York and she stayed there for a month while I flew here to find a new van and everything. And the basic difference was that I didn't knew anyone here. Mm-hmm. So well, I had to go and check in at a, in a hotel first time in ages that I mm-hmm. checked in 
space and was on a friend's house or a van or whatsoever. So, so no couch surfing in New Zealand? <laughs> no, I was carrying too much stuff uh, and I okay. didn't want to be moving around with all that. So I basically checked into a room and stayed there for a couple of days while I was looking for a van. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hard. I think I, I got it like in, within the first week. Really? Like That's amazing. Yeah. Is it hard to it, buy? I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. I should not interrupt because I can see that you're about to say something. <laughs> it's not even like I can't see that. Oh, but was it hard to find? To, is it hard to buy something like that in another country? Because I I know with another guest on the show, he had a hard time buying a Harley in the U.S. Like there were all this there was all this red tape about um, registering it and everything. Did you find that in either country? No, uh, Argentina is really hard to buy a mm-hmm. car. Okay. Uh, the bureaucracy and paperwork you have to go through to buy a car is amazing. Especially but, if you're not a citizen, yeah. I guess. No, okay. no, I don't think that matters, but like in the States was super easy and here it was even easier. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. So you just found so, a van or a, is it an RV or a van? What is this? What is the newest a, ride? Van. It's yeah. A van. So we, we small downsize. We downsize. People would think that you would go even bigger but we decided to go even smaller smaller. interesting why did you do that just convenience well uh it is more convenient easier to drive easier Mm -hmm. to park and And one of the things that they told us is that in new zealand roads are super uh, narrow narrow. Mm, okay very you like highways I mean, it's a small country, so that they're not even like highways are only near big Auckland. cities. Yeah, uh, just, like you uh, have two highways near the major cities of the country, and then it's all like roads and two lane roads, two lane roads, and mm-hmm. one way or other, and that's it, and almost no shoulders. Oh wow! So having a big rig here, it's really uncomfortable. And what else? I don't know. Yeah, uh, it was just we we actually wanted to downsize. Yeah. Okay, because one of one of the other reasons is that uh, in the motorhome <laughs> we loved and we had a great time. We felt like we were in a house, in a, mm-hmm. like in a like big house, comfortable. Uh, one could be sleeping and the other one could be working, or I could be in the kitchen and Koran could be working with a computer. And here, um. It was a comfortable way of living, and we realized we spend a lot more of the time inside the motorhome than outside. Mm. People think traveling and exploring, and we realized most of the time we were inside the the motorhome just because it was comfortable. Ah, so, that's good observation. Uh, yeah. So one of the reasons was okay. Let's just let's leave. Let's start living in a place that it's uncomfortable. So that would. <laughs> Even if it's raining or mm-hmm. whatever, don't have excuse to be inside because it's so uncomfortable. Like, like now, I cannot stand up. I can. <laughs> <laughs> That's really amazing. So yeah. that I never thought of it that way. I never thought of that. Like that was. So you don't even have like uh, water, right? We like, do. We so for example, we. We have a bed, but the bed is also the place that we, it, it turns into two tables. Mm-hmm. So when we wake up, we have to tie, tie everything up mm-hmm. so we can have a table. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where before the bed, and that could be messy, messy or whatever. 
and then we would have a table. So. Ah, but do you have water and a bathroom in there? Yes. No, we don't have well, a, not bathroom. a bathroom. Bathroom. We, we have, have water. Okay. We have a toilet. Okay. We have a port. A porta potty, a, a van sized porta potty. Yes. <laughs> See, that is right there where the line is drawn for me. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And then, oh, wait, we just, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the most, like, um, how do you say it, chocante? Uh, oh, that's, it's the most shocking part is oh. that when people have a toilet here, it's like, oh. But it's actually, like, it doesn't have any smells. And oh. um, we use it when we really have to. Like, right. if. If yeah. there are no toilets where yeah. we are, yeah. it's raining, and not go outside or whatever. Uh, right. We used to have we, that on a boat. Like you would, there was a bathroom there, but you would only use it like if you really had to. So yeah. Yeah. What are you and drinking, we, by the way? What are you drinking there? That looks oh, really good. Uh, mate. Ah. The Argentine. Ma- in, well, ma- so. Mate, right? Mate. Yeah. Is it cold so, or like, hot? Uh, no, this is hot. This one is hot, but you can drink it cold too if you like. So it's it's herbs, kind of like tea, but you have it in like a mug, and you go through a whole thermos of like hot, like a liter of hot water, and you share it. Ah, that's so cool. You drink from a straw, and it's always from a straw, the same straw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I wish I was there. I I could use some of that today. It's really cold here. It's almost yeah. winter. That you can get it yeah, there. You... There's a really good brand that okay. sells it most major supermarkets, and oh, it's really good. Yeah, it, it it's actually an energy drink, kind of like coffee, but it doesn't crash that bad. So coffee peaks a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, when coffee, you have really good energy, and then you go down. I think this I did one, that like three times today already. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so a more stable energy. Yeah. That's awesome. So tell me what the you'll have to message me what the brand is if you don't know it offhand. Do you know do you know what it is? Or we shouldn't yeah. advertise for them, should we? You should message me that. <laughs> no, go ahead. The, go ahead if you know. Bajaki and oh. it's a loot so you will buy it like in a bag, like okay. a half a pound bag. And or one pound bag. And yeah, it's like a loose leaf and then you will need the the mug the special know, mug the... okay yeah but you, you can probably get there's probably get it in amazon yeah. i will check that out i want to try that i've heard well, of mate before but i haven't made it or tried it yeah we'll we'll send you an email with all the specifications oh, awesome i'll include it in the show notes too so yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. The, the two of them just uh for listeners they keep passing this really like earthy looking mug back and forth with a straw and they look really happy about it so that's why i had to ask <laughs> all right it's, so. it's one of our greatest companies when we're driving for many hours ah i need some of that that sounds awesome okay so tell me um so since you've been in new zealand what are some of the things that you love the most about it that you were like surprised about or just like shocked about or loved? Just love. So, a uh, major thing is it's a super small country with a lot to see. Mm. So, the driving distances are really short in in comparison with the states where before to go from point A to point B might be like several hours up to mm-hmm. a day of driving. We're here. It's like half an hour, hmm. and you're in something different, totally different. 
Exactly. Wow. So, and um, so that's really good for us mm-hmm. because before we were like two, three days in a spot driving for a day, two, mm-hmm. three days in a spot driving for a day. And here it's like two, three days in a spot and driving for half an hour. Nice. That makes it so much easier. Yeah. So getting gas is like surprising before we were getting like filling up the tank like two, three times a week. And now it's like once every two weeks, which is oh, amazing. Even better. Even better. Yeah. yeah. It helps that it's smaller, but still. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the distances are so close. It's surprising. And even the other day we did like a five day trip. Uh, was it three, 300 miles? No, it was even less. Like we're supposed to drive like mm, 200 miles mm-hmm. back forth in a five day trip that that in the States might be like really normal. And here we got like halfway in the road trip and we had to turn back because we didn't have any more time. Oh, wow. Cause there's so much to see you mean, or like what? Okay. Gotcha. We, we stopped every 10 minutes cause there, uh, <laughs> waterfall and then there was a hike. There's, there's thousands of thousands of waterfalls wow. everywhere. <laughs> hikes beautiful. all over and they're hmm. beautiful. And yeah, you should do something for the uh, tourism agency in New Zealand, you know, because right yeah. there, there's a good clip right there for them, you know, of what you just said. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's a really easy country to travel. Like it's really van friendly. You have mm-hmm. like three sites that as long as you have enough water for three days and a porta potty you're considered self-contained so then you can park anywhere you want and camp there for free oh wow that's incredible yeah so so it's really friendly and for van life or Mm -hmm. travel a van which is really convenient for us do you do you see oh go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say like depending on how how long you travel and if you want to experience a van life um there are thousands of different um rentals rentals Mm. great like if you're coming for a week or two weeks but if you're going to stay more than that it's cheaper to buy your own van and just sell it by the end of the trip a lot of people do that Mm -hmm. are you meeting a lot of people van lifers on the road much less than in the states yeah I don't know why. We, I think that it's people here come a lot in like short vacations and they're mm. normally people's. So it's really hard to approach them. Mm-hmm. We're in the, be parked wherever and always somebody would approach you like, Hey, let's have a beer or whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Here are way more reserved. We're making, making actual road friends is not as easy as it was in the States. Do you have you do you know people there? Like have do you have some people just through like your Instagram or through your connections that you've made friends that you can eventually go meet up with, or is it all brand new? It's pretty brand new. We have several mm-hmm. followers from the region. Mm-hmm. We haven't actually met up with any, but um yeah, we have we we have had lots of suggestions through our uh, direct messaging from Instagram about people from here, where to go and what oh, to do. Nice. And what. Nice. Yeah, that was pretty. But we haven't actually met with no one from them. 
Okay, so here's my quest, okay? So my quest is going to be through this episode to find somebody from New Zealand to invite you guys for dinner. That's my quest. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to have a home-cooked meal once in a while. That's really, you know, like a, an official at a big table with a bunch of people kind of thing, you know, like the traditional big Argentina dinners. Well, actually, we uh, it was close to my birthday uh, a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. uh, number 7th. So uh, a friend of a friend um, wrote me through Facebook like, hey, happy birthday, bro. I'm in Queenstown. That's in south of the South Island. We were in center, center North Island. And he mentioned that it was uh, the Aurora Australis mm-hmm. time. So I felt really keen to see to to see it. So as I'm doing research on where to see the um, the Aurora, um, is that still called the Northern yeah. Lights when you're there? Is it called the Northern Lights well, there too, or no? Once in Northern Hemisphere, so okay. this would be Southern Lights. Okay. Oh, huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So did this super fast road trip from Mm -hmm. North Island, South South Island to try and see them. We ended up not seeing them because the weather wasn't good. But well, whatever. I saw that. I was following that when you were on your quest. Yeah, Yeah. but we ended up meeting with this friend of a friend, Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was pretty nice to to hang out with somebody. And he invited us over. We took like. Home meals and showers, showers and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Laundry. <laughs> Laundry. Yeah. I bet that gets like, are there, are there lots of places to do those things out there? I mean, when you're out in all this nature, are there places along the way to do that? Yeah, in, in fact, in it's, town... it's even easier than in the States. Here they have like an app where you can filter all this information, normally really important for van lifers. So oh. that's take a shower and you just filter showers in mm-hmm. in the app and they they show you where you can take showers and there's showers in gas stations and uh community, community, centers, community centers oh and nice they're super good yes. and they're normally like two bucks or not even sometimes they're, they're even free you see i still think we need to implement this app we talked about okay yeah. where I can open my house up for showers and laundry for van lifers, not a sleepover, but showers and laundry. And and then I would get the the privilege of hearing their stories and meeting them. And they would get laundry and a shower and probably a meal because, you know, I'm not going to have people show up and not feed them too. But (laughs) but I think it would be such a cool thing, just like couch surfing, kind of, but I'm not having people sleep at my house. I guess they could sleep in the driveway in their van. We we think... You had a great idea, and we're still trying to figure out how how we can make it work because we yeah. we still think it would be amazing. Yeah, maybe have... implement in New Zealand because here it's everything is so organized mm-hmm. towards don't really feel the need to approach people to get that. But mm-hmm. in the state, it yeah. I think it's going to be other parts huge. Of the world. And I think it's actually, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily that there aren't the resources. It's that I think to me, it would be the coolest thing to meet people that are traveling that way. Like it's, it's like, it's not just that I have something to offer. It's that I gain something from it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we need to do that. We need to figure that out between the two of you. One of you has to know 
someone who does app coding, right? I'll have to put that out there. Oh, couple, but they're all in the states, and since we left the states, <laughs> like after we we had this talk, uh-huh. we were hanging out with some friends that they actually do app development, yeah. and we were talking about that, and but then we had to split, and yeah. they went to coast, and we flew here, so it became a little bit a, a distant relationship, yeah. especially the time difference where. Oh, um, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but we are planning on going event like going back to the states mm-hmm. eventually to finish our trip and okay. once we yeah, eventually. We yeah. don't really know when. Mm-hmm. We, we don't want to do all the national parks, so even yeah. if we have to do them by parts. Yeah. In short. So so we should say that the idea is ours. We well yours cuz I said I wanted you guys to do it, but I want to have people <laughs> stay at my house. And so you guys have the idea. So anyone listening can't just take that idea. It's officially, it's officially theirs. Um, so I'm wondering how far you are from the, what? This is for the communities, not for us. I know, but you get to, you get to put it out there. Develop over there. Please do it. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So the thing is though, if you, if you did it and people paid a dollar for it, imagine like that would that would support your van life for a long time, you know? Yes. Yeah, okay. that would help. And it's still a benefit. Okay, so the next thing I have to ask is how far are you from the apes? The monkeys? The apes? <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> what, what? Uh, I guess it's very far away from that. But not, I mean, it's still out there and... Mm-hmm. We are thinking of next year when we leave New Zealand, um, our plan is to go to Europe and build a van from scratch. Oh. Especially after knowing we lived, we've been, by then we're going to be, I don't know, by three years now? Four, almost four years. Um, so we'll have the, the knowledge on what's best for us and how we want to make it. Um, and then from there, travel a little bit around Europe and then see if we go to Africa or to Asia. Beautiful. Travel in the world. <laughs> yeah, so, so exciting. You, next year, August next year, our visa here in New Zealand is yes. ending. So mm-hmm. from here, we're going to Europe where I have family and building there our last van. And our intention is to take that van ev- everywhere we go. So if we plan to travel Africa, we would take that van to Africa, not like buy and sell mm-hmm. as we were now, but having the last van as we want it and mm-hmm. and shipping it all over the world, wherever we want to go. That's really a beautiful life. You know, when I think of what you guys have created, it's just such a beautiful life i mean you can see looking at you how happy you are even though i know it's not all easy every day yeah i I get that actually you know do you remember on the last episode one of the things we talked about was um living in such close quarters you know how you get along because i feel like sometimes with my family i really need them to be at least two floors away from me (laughs) because i need space and you had said that Part of it is when you wake up in the morning in a mood, you know, that has nothing to do with each other. You just say, hey, whatever I say today, it's not you. It's just me. 
And I've heard more people comment back to me about that specific thing that you said in feedback. And so Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool, like you're teaching people things uh, indirectly, you know, just by living your life really authentically. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, So, okay, what was my next question? So we talked about Africa. So what are the, what's the work that you're doing? What What is the work that you're doing? Um, So Kelly, you've got something new. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the last time we talked, I told you about my project that I studied to be a holistic health coach. And my plan um, is to be able to have consultants through all around the world and just have the consultations online through Skype. Mm-hmm. Um, but we focused on the last year, we really focused on our um, common project, which was with photography. And I love, but I realized that my other passion was uh, coaching and I really wanted to help others. So I decided to start putting more of my energy into that. Uh, I re- I'm still, it's hard to get new uh, clients because I'm, I don't stay in one place at a time. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get connect with people. Like I don't know where to find them. Mm-hmm. So, um, through social media could be a good idea. So I started my Instagram and the Instagram is, I don't, I do talk about the health coaching and what I do, but I also love to give life tips in general and not only talk about food because Mm -hmm. nowadays everything revolves around nutrition and the smoothies and the green juices and what's good for you and what's not. And I really try to focus my energy not only that in the importance of what you eat, but also what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're eating super healthy, but you have a job that you don't like, you you fight with your partner and you hate your house, then that's making you more sick. So it's about making, since I'm a holistic health coach, it's about making a balance with all the aspects of your life, not only with what you're eating. So I love to give tips about life, uh, especially not not inspiring others to to do what I'm doing, which is traveling, but uh, share share the knowledge that I learned throughout the time traveling. Mm. Um, so I realized one of the one of the ways was through social media to connect with more people, uh, and also I started connecting with people from my own network, uh, other health coaches around the world which are struggling like me. So we have uh, a Facebook group and we talk and we share ideas and we just check in with ourselves, which is great. It's been a, a it's, it's been really helpful because I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm alone there. <laughs> there are others doing the same thing that mm-hmm. I'm doing. So um, yeah, it's little by little it's starting. So I'm happy. I'm putting, I'm happy. Yeah, the, I think you have the you have the passion for it, and you have the um, you live by what you teach, which uh-huh. is really important. You know, someone was just asking me about uh, my new trainer or something about like, well, are they in good shape? I'm like, I don't really think I would pick a trainer that wasn't because they're not living by their truth. You know what I mean by what they're doing. So, um, I think the other thing that you're showing through this too, especially since you said it's harder to connect with people in New Zealand right now, um, I think it's you're showing the example of how technology 
really can, you can create really strong and rich and valuable connections and friendships through technology. I mean, it's not the same, right? As like, Hey, high-fiving somebody. I get that. But it's amazing. Like the closeness I feel with people around the world that I've not met. I mean, I feel in some ways closer than some of the people in, you know, in my surrounding community, you know, that I see at the grocery store all the time or whatever, because we, we connect on a deeper level, you know, like we go down to the real things. So I'm glad that you found that because, you know, there has to be some connection. I mean, it's cool how you guys are such a good couple that you're able to be really like reliant on each other and, and, and it's enough, but sometimes it's also good to like have those outlets. Do you, do you have any of those, Conan? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, that definitely it's it's great because I was even telling Conan how um, like we share everything and we talk a lot and we yeah we communicate everything which is very important but sometimes it's like I don't know if I'm having a struggle with a with a consultant and I go to Conan he may not know how to give me a support or what mm-hmm. what to. But if I talk with a, a network with other health coaches that have been out there longer than me, they could tell me, oh, you could do this or you could take it to that side, you know. So so I, it's a, it's a great help. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And that's what I love about technology, that you can have that. And it's right there at your fingertips. And there are people that you can connect with. So Conan, what are some of the things you're doing while you're in New Zealand? Anything new going on with you besides uh, getting a van going and all that? Um, well, I'm still with my, my photography projects, Right. those is uh-huh. there. And in fact, a couple, like when I left the States and I was coming into New Zealand, a good friend of mine who lives in Barcelona, uh, he's a music, music producer, mm-hmm. mostly for movies and, um, video games. So mm-hmm. it's a really specific niche of music. A really specific. And, oh, that is. That is very specific. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're friends from school back in the day. And and since I was time-lapsing a lot when I was in Argentina and I stopped doing that, we, we started to get in contact and he inspired me to go back into um, time-lapsing. What is and that? Oh, was, time-lapse video. Uh, yeah. Ph- photography. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I'm like, time-lapsing, so, is that like lucid dreaming? I was <laughs> totally lost. <laughs> no, time-lapse video. Okay, got and, it. <laughs> so I'm producing all this time-lapse here, and he's making like the music for them. Mm. So it's a project with him, me working from New Zealand, him from Europe, and it's coming out pretty nice. Yeah, your photography is stunning. I mean, when I see those come up on Instagram, I'm like, I hope a lot of people are seeing these because they're amazing. So is there a place where people can buy your prints or get the pieces that you're doing? Do you sell Not yet. Okay. Not yet, but it's something that I have in my mind constantly. Mm -hmm. I need to slow down for some time and build my web page and and start to Mm -hmm. see how I can do that from the road. Like... I should talk to some printing service, really good one, so I can send them all the all the prints and they can print and ship because from where I stand moving all the time, it's really difficult to have one place where I can go and do all that, you know? So mm-hmm. I have to 
search and build up my website, which mm -hmm. I haven't, and I should. There will be a but, way, I can tell. There will be a way for you to do that. If you can do what you're yeah. doing, the life you're doing now, you can for sure add that in, which will be, I mean, I'll be first in line at your virtual store buying your prints, so do that. <laughs> it's something that I've been thinking a lot this past month, actually, and and I'm finding it kind of difficult to do it from the road mm -hmm. because I'm actually photographing and driving all day. So it's really hard for me to sit down and build a website in mm -hmm. the middle of nowhere. Well, if you, need someone, if you need someone to do that for you, I know someone. <laughs> nice. Good. <Right. laughs> Thanks. A lot of help. Yeah. Yes. I need to get myself into that, especially the part of finding a print service that I can send them the prints and they mm -hmm. can print them and ship them wherever. Yeah, I can't wait. World. I can't wait to see how that goes because I'm sure it exists. It's got to exist, right? So it'll be interesting it does, to see how that it. comes. And yeah. and there's plenty of them. In mm -hmm. fact, I've uh, I've been in contact with two in the Bay Area, another one in Seattle, another one in San Diego. But since I'm not there, it's really difficult for me to send them something, and I can actually feel yeah. the paper and uh, see how. Uh, it's, yeah. Interesting. Especially photograph could look super different from what you see in the computer from yeah. and from the printing and you have so many papers and different yeah. technique printing and all that so i would actually need to slow down send some prints to get done them mm -hmm. shipping them to me me trying and testing the papers and all that so maybe next year when we're in europe and yeah. yeah that's a good idea just do a lot of collecting of photos now because i get what you're saying yeah because you you could send them but if you can't see the quality of what they're printing and shit and that would be that could ruin it you know could totally ruin exactly it. yeah um okay so what was my next question oh oh i know i walked into the bookstore here the barnes and noble and I saw mm -hmm. this amazing book called Van Lifers. Have you seen that book? No. You probably no, know I... some of the people who are in it, my guess. Are yeah. you? Maybe you're in it. I don't know. We're not in it, but actually, uh, two months ago, the girls who printed that book approached us to because they're coming out with the second one soon. <gasps> so we might mm. be furthered in that one. Oh, nice. It's, it's literally so gorgeous. It is such a gorgeous book. Like it's pretty thick. It's actually pretty thick and hardcover and oh my gosh. Like a book. Yes. The photographs are just stunning and it has like all these different van lifers and stories about them. So I hope you get in there and oh my gosh, seeing your photographs featured there would be, you can count on the quality of print. Okay. Cause that book was magnificent. <laughs> but when I saw it, it, I immediately thought of the two of you. I was like, Oh, there, this is, this is you. This is what you do. So yeah, I, I was yeah. glad to see somebody bringing that to people so they can understand that life a little bit more. Okay, so what what else did I have on questions? Oh, what is it? What's your favorite thing you've seen in New Zealand so far? Like, what is it that just like blew you away the most? Actually, From, like, a the site, yeah, a couple, a couple yeah. of and things. Just to let people know, we we still uh, feel like we just we barely seen New Zealand. Yeah. We've only been two months. Three. Three. Um, <sighs> we 
seen a lot, but not that much. We still have a lot to explore. Mm-hmm. But um, we've been in a like, a, like when I picked Kali up in the airport, we just drove straight to an area called Rotorua, and that's probably one of my favorite mm-hmm. places, one of so far, and. It's crazy because it's not hot springs. It's actually hot creeks. Huh. So, yeah, rivers of hot water. And that was amazing. Yes. Because there's, like, literally hundreds of pools and waterfalls mm-hmm. of hot water. So you get and, to take lots of baths. Yeah, it was <laughs> like a whole thing of being, like, <laughs> quite a day in, yeah. in hot springs. Hot rivers and hot waterfalls, and this was in the middle of winter, so it was amazing. It was really nice, and since again, like you, you barely see people. It's a really small country, and there, there are not that many people. So you find a lot of hot springs with no one there, so you have them all for yourself. Mm. So it was really nice. It must yeah. feel like exploring a whole new like planet in a way, especially with not being a lot of people. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Um, like the other day we, we took a hike in, in a national park next to where we're right now. And, um, it's one of the most popular hikes around and we barely seen anybody there. Like, yeah, 10 top. (laughs) And it's one of the most popular hikes around. Where is everybody? I got no idea. I don't know. I, oh, like... It's a must. It's it's a must hike in the area, and we're like, where's everybody? That's like, incredible. Huh. Like then we we take hikes that are not that popular, and there we expect to be by ourselves and not running into a, no one. But when you're going to like a highly popular hike, you're like, okay, there's gonna be traffic mm-hmm. here, no one there. That's wild. I mean, when you think about like some of the parks here, or I, I, like uh, some friends of mine were just in Hawaii, and there's a particular hike that you do that i mean it's just like throngs of people you're walking you know with because it's so populated or like when i was out in portland it was like that when i went to multinoma falls it was just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people yeah Yeah, exactly yeah so that must be amazing to be that way where you're just out in the middle of nowhere or there's nobody there actually i believe that in portland Uh there's more people than in this whole country <laughs> that's a lot of yeah. that's not that many people then right no wow yeah i think it's like three million people hmm. wow yeah um, and then what else and like now uh, uh, a friend of mine actually suggested me to go on this hike that now we're starting spring so the weather mm-hmm. is getting nicer and nicer mm-hmm. and it's like an 11-hour hike into some glaciers and waterfalls there and it's supposed to be one of the most unique places in New Zealand and nobody goes there because it's such a long hike it's like a multi-day uh-huh. so we're looking forward for that one yeah. oh nice week. so there'll be lots of great photographs coming out of that right yeah we're yeah. so ready for multi-day hiking now <laughs> the weather is good and yeah. we can actually slide yeah, I saw you were in a lot of rainy hikes for a while there. Yes, yeah. the first month and a half uh, in the Northern Island, it just rained every single day, and there was wow. there was one one place that we stayed for like four days waiting for uh for the weather to clear up because we were in the, um 
It was like, it was a national park. What was the name of the mountain? I don't remember. That's the thing. Like, oh, names here names in New are Zealand so hard. are impossible. Well, that first one you said, I couldn't even understand what you said, but I'm like, I'll just keep rolling along here. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's an easy name, but yeah, no, here, no. impossible to say so. I don't uh, remember the uh, name of that mountain. Yeah, a lot of, like, it's nice because they're keeping, most of the names are, I think, they're in Maori. Yes, um, the native language. Okay. Which is, because uh, in the States, um... Where was it? I think it was. I don't know which national park we were. That uh, they used to have the names given by the native people, and then the white came along and decided to change it because it was too hard to pronounce. Oh right. <laughs> so it's nice to see here that they kept the original language, but yeah, sometimes it's, that happens. <laughs> afterwards because it was so hard. Um, that yeah, one over the, there, you just go that one over there, that one down the road, that uh, one, yeah. <laughs> so have you seen any, like, different wildlife or insects or anything that, like, you, like, whoa, that was totally crazy? Anything like that? Oh, there is not, like, the biggest animal you will see here are, I think it's a cow and sheeps. Yeah. It's like, there's, I think the ratio, it's like three sheeps per person. Like wild? So, like wild sheeps? No, oh, okay. it's farming. Okay. It's farming. Okay. They, they use the wool, <laughs> but they're everywhere, and it's beautiful because you see all, like, the Greenland's sheeps and the baby sheeps. It's so adorable. Mm. Um, but then, we like, there, there's, no... there's nothing bigger than that. It's, like, thousands and thousands of birds, which is beautiful, like, listening to the different birds. But it's um, not like they don't have wolves or bears or... Not even raccoons. Yeah. I don't think a wildlife can kill you here. Oh, that's good or, to know. Like, I was going to say anything like poisonous <laughs> snakes or something or no, bro. spiders. No, no, that, there are no snakes here. Yeah, all, uh, Australia got all the poisonous animals. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get across the sea, right? They just <laughs> stopped there. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of miss, like, seeing, like, big animals or, like, knowing that you, you could encounter a bear. <laughs> Um, I could die on this hike. I could die. That's that's your whole strategy. <laughs> but but yeah, it's still very nice. We I do want to see a kiwi. We haven't seen a kiwi yet. No, I don't think they're easy. It's like a see. tiny bird. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. At first, I thought well, you meant the fruit, and then I'm like, no, you would probably not want to see that. So, <laughs> I have a lot of kiwis, the fruit, and which is it's delicious here. Yeah. Actually, it is like oh really. <gasps> You yeah. have a kiwi. They're showing me a kiwi right on the screen. Uh, also, the animal, which I think it's like the national bird or mm. something. A um, fruit and a bird. That doesn't happen very often. Are there any other situations like that? Or a fruit and yeah. a bird? No, and, and humans too. Like people <laughs> they, from and are kiwis. They call them kiwis. Oh, really? So it's yeah. a fruit yeah. and a bird and a person? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's amusing for some reason. That's really amusing. Um, so my nephew went to New Zealand for an internship when he was in college, and he um, he sailed all the time on one of the coasts. Have you done anything like that? Gone out on the water? Done any sailing or anything like that? Be oh, really nice. Yeah. Well, we've been mostly inland. We mm -hmm. haven't up the coast actually. 
yet because of it's winter. Oh, right. So right. it's the mountains that next to the coast. But oh. yeah, I heard that the sailing here is beautiful. Will you surf there too? Do they surf there? There is surf, yeah. yeah. But we don't surf. We oh, don't I, th- surf. I thought you surfed, no? No, I actually drowned when I was a kid. And okay. I get like, I freak out when I'm in deep water. So do I. I actually drowned when I was a kid, too, when I was eight, in a pool, which is really embarrassing, but it did happen. <laughs> uh, I actually drowned yeah. in the sea, and I can I can still swim and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoy it, but whenever I'm, like, in deep water and I see them, like, how deep it is, mm-hmm. I just, like, oh. Me, too. And Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, well, that's okay then. So you snowboard instead. Yeah, I snowboard, <laughs> I rock climb, I slack line, I <laughs> risky. As long as there's no water involved, I get it. Okay. Yeah. So what's next on your junket? What's your next thing that you're doing out there? Well, Kali's uh, leaving in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm going to Argentina for a couple of weeks and then coming back. Just to visit family and my new nephew. And mm-hmm. I'm also going to visit Conan's new nephew, which was really niece, sorry. Uh, it was amazing um, how they were born the same day. <gasps> what? Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. How does I that know. happen? We, we, no we, idea. We actually were in oh, Jackson we know, Hole. We know how that happens, but how does that happen on the same day? <laughs> <laughs> coincidence we were in jackson hole when 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 we got the news and which was great because we had signal so we were able to talk to our families um but yeah now that i'm going to argentina and i'm gonna meet my nephew i'm also gonna meet conan's niece and see their family so it's gonna be nice okay why aren't you going along because it was a (laughs) a dad gift (laughs) it was a Uh. present for me so I was like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> and somebody needs to work here. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going back home for a couple of weeks in yeah. March. Okay. We take turns. Oh, okay. Really? I mean, not, not. sometimes it comes, like, without even planning, it comes like that. For example, um, the reason why I went to New York before coming to New Zealand, it was because one of my best friends was getting married. Mm-hmm. Um and I was fortunate that I had, I was with a six month visa, so I was able to stay longer. But Conan had to leave the country by the 3rd of August. So um, it was like, it's good. I'll go to New Zealand. I'll pick a van for us. And so I, I stayed in, in New York with my friends for like three weeks. Um, and it, it's good because we, we get to have some time apart and actually miss each other. That it's not a sensation that we... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that look on your face. No. Yeah, it's know. like I go to like only when we sleep we're apart. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's a lot of time together. Good for you guys for uh, making that work. I don't know if I could ever do that with anybody. So, um if yeah. you were going to give people advice, van life advice, like what's your do you have a best bit of advice for people starting out in van life? To do it, yeah. Not to not to wait for any special thing to happen, but actually buying a van and doing it. Yeah, don't don't plan so much ahead. There, 
not necessary. Just yeah. go out there and do it. We like let's say because I got asked that a lot, and my first thing is it's not for everybody. So don't jump into conclusions of to like oh I will quit my job, buy a van, and my life is gonna be solved. No, it's it's the exact opposite. Now your <laughs> life is a mess. Right, because now it, you have no job I, and you have a van. Now what, it, right? <laughs> well, first of all, I would actually rent a van for a couple of weeks, take a long road trip, and see if I can, if if you can actually live in a place so small for a couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. if you actually like that and you can take your work on the road or do whatever to sustain yourself, then yeah, quit, quit your job, buy a van and do it. But mm -hmm. first of all, it first and yeah if you actually like it it's just there's no perfect moment to do it but now right. like i'm right. like oh no first i want to you know like i don't know whatever i want to save more okay that's an intelligent thing or whatever but people are sometimes are waiting for a signal from the universe to actually do stuff and that never happens yeah sometimes it's just like yeah, go for it. Go and, for it. So we'll call this like, the signal. We'll call this the signal right here. Yeah. This was it. So if you're, go you're, you're <laughs> thinking about it, like go, go now. That's so. There's funny. not a best day to do it than yeah. today. Because the more you think about it, the more doubts you will have about it, the more insecurities you'll have. So it's just like, like with. I guess I would we would say this with a van life or whatever you're doing in life that you want to do or you want to see change. if you like or change just do it because even with van life a lot of people think like oh if i'm gonna be traveling i have to save a lot of money and no <laughs> it's not necessary i mean it is more it, it's easier if you have a lot of savings but it wasn't our case we didn't uh wait for that to happen we're just like let's just go now well, and it's amazing how many like on the road kind of jobs you can get, you know what I mean, along the way, or actually just uh, digital nomad kind of jobs like uh, Chani, who probably sent you an email to get some info from you. She's uh, from Canada, and she lives in Portugal right now. She's lived in like five different countries, and but she does work for me in America. So it's just like, it's really cool that people can live and work anywhere. We do all of our meetings over Skype, and it all works great. Yeah, so... Yep. I think what happens is people keep thinking, like, you know how people save up all the fun things they want to do till they retire, and then they're like in their 60s, and they're trying to have fun. Even if someone just did it for a year, like, so, okay, I'm going to do van life, I'm going to, I'm going to try and maybe I'll do it all my life. But maybe after a year, you're like, yeah, that was good. Now I'm going to go do that thing. But the point is to just get out there because you never know all the things you'll that will change from that one, that one step. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys have it figured out, haven't you? That's pretty amazing. No, no. like, <laughs> stuff out, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I believe that doing what you want, it doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. It's figuring, figuring it out. You figure it out. You mm -hmm. love podcasting. You mm -hmm. figure it out. Right. And you know what you said on the last show, too, that actually plays in my head a lot? It really does. In fact, when I feel like I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm really resourceful and I like to solve problems and I like to change. Okay. So 
Sometimes, though, it seems like the obstacles are too big or it's too big. I feel like, oh, it's too big of a dream. And I I think of you and I think what you said on the show is everything is possible. It's like such a simple thing. Like you need to get like um, bumper stickers and like a song that (laughs) everything is possible. (laughs) Because I love that. It just sticks in your head and all of a sudden all the obstacles are gone. So people, if you want to do van life, everything is possible. Just do it. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. Right away. Like two-week in trial, fact, then do it. <laughs> in fact, one of the things to mention about New Zealand that I was really surprised is, is is that it's really expensive. Oh, really? I wouldn't have expected that. Yes. It's really expensive. It, it, and like... The budget that we would have for the States for a whole month, here it lasts us like 10, 12 days. Oh, my gosh. In the way of yes. what? Like gas and food? Gas, food. Yeah, I guess everything. Everything. Everything is at least two or three times more expensive. Hey, listeners, it's me. And this is a very brief intermission. And there was no way to transition from where we were to where this is. So now we're back. <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> oh my oh. gosh. I was just like scrolling a little bit of uh, Instagram here and just saw this one. Oh my gosh, this picture that you have up. Which one? The last one? Yeah, it's like. It's like the sun's coming down and there's like bluish water and a forest and you're by like I don't know which one of you that which one of you that is actually. Oh, no. oh that's I, me. I took that picture. I thought so because yeah. I saw. At the, oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. Ah, <gasps> oh, I want to be there. <laughs> Especially because like, it's now coming to be summer. So. Uh, one of the. Yeah, the water is freezingly cold because it's uh, uh glacier like, or something. But I think one of the things that I was impressed was with the color of the water. I know, like it's blue. It, it, sometimes I was looking at the water and it feel like it was the same color as being in a beach in like the Caribbean, you know. And it's just a lake or it's a river, and the color is so like light blue intense that it's crazy it's beautiful that picture is amazing is is it like so clean that you can drink it yes yeah oh, we, so cool yeah. they're all water anyways yeah. because there's so so much livestock that mm-hmm. even if, if it's clean i don't know i I rather filter but it is delicious right Right. I mean, yeah. I can see. Like, didn't you have those things that you carry with you to filter on the go even? Don't you? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I can totally see. Yeah. You'd want to filter it just for safekeeping and everything. Safety. But um, it yeah. must be so fresh feeling. I did a post about like super nice, clean water. And, and anyways, we would filter because I don't know. As long as you're under the livestock level you know if there's cows above you then i don't know all their em poo yeah might go in water so that's true good thinking good safe 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 thinking oh okay so that was a fun little um intermission that we had there everybody good (laughs) 
it was hard to tell that was happening because you just got you went from mate to water bottles. So I would have never guessed that you had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Although, Callie, you kind of were doing this thing where you were like moving more and then looking around. <laughs> okay maybe Quentin can stay and I can go but the door is so noisy I was even thinking of jumping through the window so make <laughs> that door is loud oh my gosh when you came back I'm like oh <laughs> so uh I see people walking around what are you at like a campground or what are you at it's it's a it's a it's the park it's like a it's called uh Queenstown gardens yeah okay it's like kind of like a botanical garden oh and you could just camp there no no no, you can camp here we camped in a lake nearby but during the day we've been in queenstown for the last couple of weeks so during the day we we park Park our van here and we just move around the town which is really small and these gardens are beautiful especially now in spring like Mm -hmm. all the different flowers and they like we do a lot of slackline here, and there's uh, also disc golf, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty fun. Yeah, it is pretty. We we actually well we we saw it in the states one time, but it's nice here because they have like a complete course of like eighteen holes. Yeah, and mm. who's better at and, it? No, oh, I'm I'm, I'm like the worst. I'm, <laughs> I'm really really bad at throwing stuff. <laughs> General, oh, I do this, and if I'm trying to point at you, I'll probably go like ninety degrees. Ninety degrees. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is so weird that we're having that you brought that up because actually I I've never learned how to throw. So this morning when I was at my trainer's, I was saying, you know, now that I'm not going to do any more five Ks and I'm making my goals, I'm like I would also really like to learn how to throw a ball because every time I throw a ball or a frisbee, I don't know what direction it's going to go and. I always forget to let go in time or I let go too soon. Like I don't have that like uh, muscle memory, you know? So I'm actually, I'm actually looking for somebody who who's really good at throwing to go to the indoor throwing, like pitching place with me and teach me how to throw. I I really want to know how I want to like lay down that track in my brain. Let me know if you can learn. So maybe I get hope that (laughs) Kelly. into my hands and not make me run all the time i just make him run so much that 15 minutes he's like okay we're done like running all the time well you notice that that's why (laughs) she gets tired like a dog like she throws the frisbee and like run all over the place like on the opposite direction i'm like what are you doing it's like i forget to let go yeah Exactly. Or I let go too soon. The worst is when I go to throw a ball and I just go like this and it goes straight on the ground, like right in front of me. (laughs) So So that's why I Um, thought if I can find someone to do it, I'll take them to the indoor pitching place to do the throwing so they don't actually have to go chasing all over the place. Really good age. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny because I literally just talked about that this morning. Yeah, it's one of those things that we have to learn early. Yeah. I think. Or you have to go through intensive training like I'll be going through. <laughs> oh, Kelly, we'll do that as like a side project when Conan's busy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you'll be able to like show him like you learned. It'll be like, oh, like that. 
Sanity is restored. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good note to end on because this was a really great laugh talking about throwing things. And um, oh my gosh, it's been just amazing seeing the two of you again. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Hey, I'm going to be in Europe next year. So maybe we'll end up at some point. Like, I know it's big and there's a lot of countries, but you never know, right? We could end up in the same place. Yeah. yeah. Um, when are you going to Europe? Don't know yet. <laughs> You'll be there after so, August, though, right? So yeah, I might be going twice, like early in the spring, maybe to Portugal, uh, where mm-hmm. Chani is, and then um, again in the fall. But I really want to go to Italy and London, or like the UK. What's mm-hmm. what's on your list? What are your places? Uh, we're starting in Netherlands. My brother lives there. Okay. So we're we're gonna start there, probably buy a van in netherlands or germany yeah. and, and my brother has like a, a wood workshop there so mm-hmm. he has all the tools and everything to actually build the van oh nice which is really convenient and, and then close by we have fam- i have family in italy and he has family in switzerland, switzerland too mm. i've been switzerland and this friend i was telling you about earlier that he works in barcelona uh, he lives there. Uh, he's getting married uh, in September at some point. So September, we're going to be in Spain for his wedding. And Oh, see, well, eventually we'll, we'll cross paths. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll eventually. be a little bit over like always. Never know where we're going to go. Yeah, because that's my next, uh, my next exciting thing with the show is going on the road and collect sto- collecting stories in, in different countries. That is a that's the big idea. dream yeah so that's that's what all of the energy is channeling towards right now towards funding the travel fund you know how that is funding the travel yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah it is. yeah i can't wait so again thank you thank you thank you so much i just feel like you're part of my family like my children or something like that you know it's always so good to see you we love talking to you so it's really oh, good we had a time on good 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 well take care and keep putting those pictures up so i can keep track of you okay yeah (laughs) bye thank you well if it's not obvious yet i think the world of these two in fact i do think that they're like my kids i love hearing what they're doing and every time i talk with them we talk on video and i'm pretty much mesmerized by them the whole time and what i learned this time um and hearing their update and what they're up to was just how good it is and important it is in life to pivot, right? To be able to go, okay, this step didn't work, so, or won't work, but we can easily pick up and go another direction. And they're really a great example of living in the flow of life. I mean, they were in the U.S., and Kelly was in New York for nearly a month, and Conan was over in New Zealand, and they just keep being resourceful and finding their way to the next thing, and all the while living authentically to the life that they want. It's a great example. Thanks for listening, everyone. So, are you following your passion, inspiring people, and willing to share your story? Then find me, because that's what I do. And remember, keep up with all the news by visiting glisteningparticles.com and signing up for the newsletter where you'll get the inside scoop on where I'll be wandering next some guest updates, and the latest random acquaintance story. For up-to-the-moment shenanigans, follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
And if you see me post from down the road at your local diner, be sure to drop everything and come say hi, because I love to meet the listeners. Until next time, keep shining.